Welcome to Skid Mark Show, America's favorite show about cars, rock stars, and the stars that drive cars. And sometimes about rock stars and stars in cars. Starring your host, Jeff Allen, from CNBC's The Car Chasers and the World Air Guitar Championships. And Ethan D., a professional groupie and soloist in his seventh grade choir recital. Join us in our misadventures as we go streaking across America. Powered by Bill. Hey, this is Lee Rocker from the Stray Cats, and you're listening to Skid Mark Show. Hey, this is Satchel from Steel Panther, and you're listening to Skid Mark Show. Ow! Hey, this is Chris Jericho from Fozzie, and you're listening to Skid Mark's the best show on the planet. Really? Hey, everyone, it's Skid Mark Show, episode 61. It's back for 2018, and I know you made a lot of New Year's resolutions, and one of them should be to subscribe to our show if you haven't already. I mean, that's a good New Year's resolution to have, you know, get in fit, stay in tune with Skidmark's show, and no better way than to kick off the first episode of the season to bring in somebody that's usually behind the mic, behind the camera. I'm here with producer Meg, and we're talking about the award that Skidmark's show won in 2017. Yes, so we've set the standard really high because what are you guys going to win in 2018? Well, an Oscar's out and an Emmy is not going to happen, that's for sure, even though I would look good in a tuxedo walking on the red carpet. But do you know what specific episode of Skidmark's show actually won you the Texas Auto Writers Association Award special recognition? I don't. Do you? You don't? I don't. I don't know which one. Actually, the episode that we won the award for was episode 30, the one that we filmed Formula Drift at Texas Motor Speedway, where you had Tanner Faust on, Jim Lau. You also had um, Jared DeAndre, the voice. Do you remember? And you guys were in there and you guys were whispering. I do. That's the one we won for because we were whispering? Yes. I, you guys were whispering because you wanted to be like cereal. So for all of those of No, you, no. Wait, let's clarify it. We were told when we went into that media room to be quiet. You were successfully quiet, and you successfully won an award for that episode. All right. So I, I think what we're going to do for 2018 is maybe we should do more whispering episodes. <laughs> so basically for 2018, we're already starting our show lineup because this would be show number one, episode 61, season three. You're going to have a lot of guests. You already have a lot scheduled for you guys. So you have Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars and Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. You can't say his name without flexing. You know that? I mean, did you even notice? You even kind of tensed up, Meg. Goldberg. You just want to wreck something. You know what I mean? I mean, it's got to be cool to be Bill. I mean, he's a football player, a wrestler with his own signature move called the Jackhammer, and then he became an action star. I mean, if he starts a rock band, he is my idol. I mean, we have a lot coming up. You're going to talk to the guys at Corsa Rally. You'll be at the San Antonio Autorama talking to those people. Good guys. Race Armada, the Penzo 400's coming up. You have the guys from Everyday Driver on. I mean... Wow. I mean, it's action-packed year already, and it's just now starting in January. Can you believe it? What's your New Year's resolution? I mean, I know that we live together, but these people don't know that we talk a lot. So what is your new year's resolution for 2018 i didn't make one. Oh, well there you go folks i'm telling you right now your new year's resolution needs to be to subscribe to every single episode of skidmark show next up guys i'm gonna be on the phone with bill goldberg go! all right guys this is jeff allen with skidmark show my next guest is not only a football player a wrestler a movie star and also a car aficionado and you can't help but not flex when you say his name. Welcome, Bill Goldberg, to Skid Mark's show. Bill, thanks so much for being on. Uh, anytime, sir. How you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you? Uh, other than, you know, the flu bug, 
uh, sitting in 80 degree weather in Southern California with it being February. Uh, it's pretty, pretty good there. That is, that's a great thing. Now I, I had a little insight to this and, and you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard a rumor that you just, uh, added to your collection, your car collection. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to do that every once in a while. And, uh, hopefully in about three and a half weeks, I'll be adding again to it. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, my only issue right now is finding garage space. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen your garage, at least photos of it. And I'm impressed. I got to tell you, I mean, I just ended up buying a 12,000 square foot building to put all my cars because I, I was tired of trying to deal with the garages. But I need one of those. Yeah, you do. You, you definitely do. But are, are, is the rumor correct that you just received your new Dodge Demon? That is correct. All right. That's what I thought. You know, the, the guy, the, the folks over at FCA said, you know, Bill Goldberg just got his, his demon. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get a hold of him and see what he thinks of that bad boy. Yeah. Well, like I said, call me in three and a half weeks and I'll have my other one. Oh, really? I'll have, uh, I'll have a pair. Oh, wow. What? What? One's not good enough? No, you know, hey, man, uh, I'm going to say my experience with the demon is going to define me as a car guy. I'm wrapping one up and I'm driving the dog doo-doo out of the other one. Nice. I like that. It's, uh, it's sitting at Magnaflow as we speak, getting uh, fitted for a, a little deeper tune and uh, wheels and tires and suspension. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going, uh, we're going all out with it, but uh, it'll all be documented over at Magnaflow and it's going to be a, it's going to be one killer, killer project. Yeah, you know, a few years back, and 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 you know, we obviously we edit the show, we talk about this, you know, all the stuff off, you know, camera. But I don't know if you remember, but I had called you. I was producing a show called Car Warriors, and I was dying to have you host the second season of that show because I was like, this Bill Goldberg is a fit for this. And you and I had a long conversation, and we don't need to go into details about it. But I, I just wanted to let you know that that uh, I've never forgotten about that conversation because I was like, man, this, this guy is so cool. You, you're so multifaceted. You know, you, you, you know, you blew my mind when you came out and, and, and you played football and then you switched to wrestling. You had such a great, you know, your persona, the way you come out, but you're still down to earth. I met you at SEMA several years ago and you were just one of the most genuine individuals I've ever met. And I just want to, you know, tell you that right up front. I'm a huge fan. Um, well, I got to say that uh, hearing stuff like that is, uh, uh, you know, that's at the end of the day, uh, when at any point in your career to hear uh, uh, an assessment of what you've done in such a positive fashion, you know, it's a it's an honor. I appreciate it very much. My dad would be proud of, uh, you know, the kind of the way I, I uh, handle myself when I follow in his footsteps. And at the end of the day, uh, as far as the uh, being amicable, I mean, I'm uh I'm a car guy. Um, you know, it, it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't go much further than that. Leno and I were actually having that conversation last week. And, um, it's, a it, it's, it's a thing that really bonds us all together and makes us, uh, go back to the simpler times. And, uh, Hey man, at the end of the day, I'm no different than anybody else. I just, uh, like to headbutt 300 pound guys in the football field and run around in my underwear, uh, jackhammering guys so um you know it's it's an honor and a privilege to live in the shoes that i'm in uh i got an 11 year old boy that i'm trying to trying to school to follow in my footsteps and, um at the end of the day man like i said i'm just trying to have a good time um like i said with the demons that's kind of a, an example of of how i treat my life 
Um, I, I, I look at the business aspect of it partially, but you have to, at the same time, live your life and, um, you know, getting one of 3,300 of these demons, um, I've been waiting a long time for it and, uh, I'm going to go out and have some fun. I mean, I had a photo shoot yesterday, uh, at Kent Pendleton, unfortunately I had to cancel cause I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little under the weather, but, uh, the opportunities and the cool things that you get to, uh, embark upon, uh, in the life that I have led and the people that I have met along the way, uh, it's just a, it's an honor and a privilege to be me. That's for sure. Oh, it's it, it's cool, and, and, and I'm glad to know you, and, and I can't wait to see you at the Classic Auto Show, too, because I'm going to be there. Uh, we're building a car for the Ronald McDonald House Charities, a 67 Camaro that they're going to be raffling off next year, and uh, so I was so excited to see you on the list, too, of celebrities that are going to be at that show in March. And yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I, I looked at the list this morning, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to be down there. I'm going to bring one of the demons down there, one of the old cars. Uh you know, rub some shoulders with some good guys that like to talk tin, you know? Well, don't headbutt me, all right? Because I'm, oh, no. I'm one oh, of those 300-pound no, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll you probably, once we, we you, once you see me there at the thing, you'll probably remember this, but you were at, um, uh, back at SEMA, I'll just, I'll just kind of back up in history a little bit here. I was looking at the list of celebrities, and um, this is way before I even did my show or, or anything like this, and... Uh, I was like, oh, man, I've got to meet Bill Goldberg. I've got to see if this guy is cool. You know, you meet so many celebrities over the years, and there's those ones that blow you away, and you're just like, oh, and then there's the ones, the few that you go, I wish I wouldn't have met you. I really liked you on, on film, or I liked you your persona out there, but in real life, I don't really care for you. And it was such a pleasant surprise. You were there. Hulk Hogan was behind you in a tent. You were at this Lyft company signing autographs. And uh, I came up, and I'm 6'5", and I had this great screensaver you know, shot where you put your fist up. We had our fist up in a photo, and I just never forgot that. And I was like, man, this guy is so cool. And then uh, several years later, I was working for the Speed Channel, and we were doing um, Car Warriors, and I was like, man, I'd like to get Bill as the host of this show, you know, because you had done the bull run. And uh, I love that show. Um, Andy Duncan's a good friend of mine. I've done the bull run. The real, you know, the the one from coast to coast. But I was like, I, I never missed an episode of that. You did Garage Mahal. You've transitioned into uh, so many areas that I wanted to do. But what I want to get back to here real quick, because I know I'm rambling on because I'm such a super fan. But what was the first car that really just struck you? And you said, you know what? I, I'm, I love cars and I need to follow this passion. Uh, you know, there are a lot of them. Uh, my dad was a was a car guy and uh, my brothers were of the same and uh, he was a my dad was a jaguar guy oh wow and uh, um the old xkes and then you know i harkened back to a story when i got my braces on and i'd sit in my orthodontist office and look through his window and the only thing that made me smile was his uh moss green 67 gt500 shelby um, nice First time I had a test drive in a car was a Ram Air 470 Trans Am, which hopped sideways. And my mom looked at me and said, there's no way you're going to buy a car like this. <laughs> so I, I think all three of those uh, instances had a lot to do with the formation of me being a petrol head. Right on. And in your collection now, how vast is it? I mean, if you mind telling our, our viewers, I mean, because I know you've got some really rare from what I remember um, years ago, was you had a really rare drag car that had resurfaced that was had a military tie-in, and you had some, you know, um, you had a Cobra at one point. You had you had a bunch of different stuff. 
Yeah, I've I've cycled through a lot of stuff, man. If I, God, I need to write down a list of all the cars I've owned. It's pretty fairly impressive. I wish I still had a couple of them, but um, you know, I've got anywhere from the '59 Biscayne, you know, 348 Tri-Barrel original paint car to uh, the '63 Dodge 330, the backup uh, Ram Charger car, aluminum lightweight. Uh, the Lawman is the car you you mentioned. It's the 1970 Boss 429 Mustang campo, campaign over in Vietnam. That, yes. Uh, that there is only one automatic in the world left, and they made two of them. Uh, cars went from the factory to Carcraft and Coletta, and the guys switched them to automatics, and the one got crushed, and I've got the only one left. That's that's the pinnacle of the collection, and you know what collection would be complete without a Cobra replica with a 900 horsepower. Uh, cup motor in it from Ernie Elliott. So, um, you know, I, I got a couple demons, or I mean, a couple Hellcats and a couple demons, and have a little fun with, you know, today's modern muscle and 70 Ram Air or 70 uh, uh, Trans Am that my wife drove in the in the Optima Challenge. It's a fire breathing dragon with an LS7 in it. Man, the list goes on and on, but uh, it's. Uh, like I said, right now, garage space. I mean, I just got off the phone yesterday with uh, Mark Warman from Graveyard Cars, and I'm having to send him my 99 Dodge Ram to put a either a 392 Hemi or a Hellcat motor in it just to get it out of my garage so I can make room for that Hell, or for that Demon. Yeah, but you, you got to go Hellcat in that truck. I think that's you the know, way to go. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, um, uh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? At this point, I mean, that's the whole thing. I think you, you have to kind of do that. I mean, we built a car for SEMA this year. We built a 63 Ford Falcon, and I teamed up with Roush, and we put a 2014 Coyote motor with the Roush supercharger in it and, and a 63 nice. Ford Falcon that came out of the factory with 95 horsepower. So now it's sitting at 675, and that's still light by a lot of comparison for a lot of their cars, but it was a project I wanted to show people that they didn't have to have a million dollars to get into this thing and they could have fun and, and express themselves through automobiles. And I often find that as a common bond. You know, we all have different walks of life. We all came from different, you know, backgrounds, but it's kind of like the common bond is the car, you know? And it's so cool when I meet celebrities like yourself and, and you know, rock stars and we're all talking car, you know? And, and we all leave that and we all have different day jobs and we all do different things. I mean, you have, to me, the ultimate day job. I mean, you're a wrestler, you just jumped back in the ring and, and took on Brock Lesnar, which I thought was awesome because I don't know what it is about that guy. I've never met him, but it's like I want everybody to beat him. <laughs> hey, you won't after this. I, I hooked him up with two Hemi cars last year. He's a car guy. Oh, no way. Really? Yep. He got off the tractor and into the cars, huh? No. Uh, well, temporarily. <laughs> he, he spends his time between the two. I think he's much more partial to the tractor. Okay. All right. All right. Well, because, I mean, he might be a nice guy, but his persona, when you see him out there, I mean, uh, I'm friends with Randy Couture, and I was like, when Randy took him on in the UFC, I was just, I wanted it, you know, him to beat Brock. Um, but that shows, you, that shows you he's a good actor, right? You know, um, he and a Chael Sonnen are guys that you just want to go out and have anybody and everybody beat up, but that just shows at the end of the day that that uh, they've uh, had the ability to make the people either love them or hate them. And whether it's one of the two, it doesn't matter because it means people care. Yeah, totally. Totally. Other than the cars, between the wrestling and and doing the movies, what's your favorite out of those? Other than the cars? Uh, yes. Football. <laughs> football, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Football is my love. I just, just got back from the national championship game. Georgia, unfortunately, lost. And, you know, I was able to take my son and 
uh, yeah, football was uh, uh, number one in my life for, for the onset, you know, for actually it'll always be the, the my first love. And is that where you're, is that, you said you had an 11-year-old son, is that where you're pushing him towards? Football? No, I don't, I'm not pushing him towards anything except for being a, an upstanding, good human being that reaches his potential in every uh, endeavor that he chooses. No, no, I mean, that's, yeah, that's great. But I mean, as, as far as, is, is he is he leaning towards football or, you know, because... Oh, yeah, he's been leaning towards it ever since he got out of the crib. Um, <laughs> I still haven't let him play yet. I let him play uh, flag football last year, but um, it's one of those things I'm not pushing him into it. He's going to be listening to Coach yell at him for a plethora of years anyway, so it's not as if there's a timetable on him getting into it. But I think that's something he's definitely going to want to pursue. All right, now for you, look at, I mean, you're a big guy. You're, how, how tall are you again, 6'2", 6'3"? Yeah, 6'3". Six three. Was it, it was it genetics? I mean, at a young age, or did, did you have to work to get that? I mean, everybody works to get their physique, and I know that to keep and maintain it. Because trust me, I don't. I'm three hundred pounds, and it's the wrong physique. But to get into football, because I played football too, never at your level. I mean, was it something that just came natural, or was it something you had to really work at? No, none of it. The only part that came natural was my mentality. Um, okay. As far as my my success was predicated on my inability or my ability to uh, work uh, hard enough to not not uh, fail. Uh, I, I I go out. I mean, I was a 275 pound nose guard in the NFL, and I had to be the meanest, baddest sob possible because I just I didn't have the weight. Uh, I wasn't of the size of the normal defensive lineman. And, um, that's what's always separated me is my work ethic and my mentality. And, uh, I, I, I'm very proud of both of those. That's cool. That's way cool. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to get your take on it because, you know, so many people know you as the wrestler and so many people know you as the action star, you know, and then other, other groups of us are privileged to know that you're such a, a car guy and, you know, deep down there, you're really passionate about that. I saw you at SEMA. I didn't get a chance to speak to you cause it was on the live stage for shell, but I was like, here, here, here's Bill Goldberg walking out here with all of us car guys, you know, and it's because you're one of us. You're, you're right there in the middle of it. So one last thing I want to leave you with was how was it working on universal soldiers too? <laughs> you know what? My first foray into Hollywood, the movie situation. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun, man. I, uh, I, I enjoyed doing it. Uh, Van Damme was a good guy. Um, you know, the experience, was awesome. Uh, a stunt guy is uh, uh, the one who actually directed it, and uh, if that's the case, it's kind of like having a football coach, you know, direct a TV show. I mean, you know, the guy is—he's uh, a physical guy, and he's going to try to bring out those positive attributes in a movie like that. It's going to be as much action and as much stunts as humanly possible. And so I was in the right place at the right time. And had a had a great time with it. I got to tell you, the whole time I was watching that movie, I was in the theaters. I'm, 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 I've always been a big Jean-Claude Van Damme fan. I, you know, it's like, I don't know. I'm just a glutton for punishment. But I love those, you know, movies. I love Bloodsport. I loved Kickboxer. I loved all of them. And I loved Universal Soldier. And then when Universal Soldier came to, to was out, and I was like, oh, man, they got Bill Goldberg in there. You know, he's going to do his move. I know he's going <laughs> to do it. And I kept waiting throughout the whole movie. Like I can, I can tell you exactly when you did your move, who it was with. It was in, it was in a room, and and I don't know who the stunt guy was or or who it was against, but that was a big guy that was in there. 
that you did, the, you know, your jackhammer to. And I was like, it's going to happen. I know it. And I was waiting for it the whole movie. And uh, <laughs> so I really appreciated that that happened. And the director allowed that because I was like, he's got to do it. He, he just has to, you know. So it's kind of cool to have your signature move like that. Yeah, why not, man? Why not? I have the signature glasses on, uh, you know, I'm just here to have the move and the uh, Universal Soldier. And, you know, I have some kind of wild lines and ready to rumble. I got to drop those things every once in a while. I got to get one of my cards. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to look forward to seeing you in March. Is there anything else coming up that we can catch you on before then? Oh, criminy. What isn't there coming out that I'm going to be on? Uh, I just did the Goldbergs last week. I got the, a couple episodes of The Flash coming out, Netflix, Sons, TV program. I did the Grand Tour, which I think will be airing at the end of the month. Uh, and then we got another podcast coming out, man. I'm jumping back into the podcast world. Uh, Adam Carroll is going to do another one, uh, another car cast, and it looks like uh, Matt DeAndre and myself will be doing it. So it's uh, back into the car world. And, oh, and by the way, I'll be shooting a new TV show in February in Atlanta. So. Nice. Other than that, we're not doing much. You, hopefully, you got time to work out still between all that. Every night, man. That's why I built a gym at the house. Nice. It's so exciting to have you on Skidmark Show. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know you're under the weather, and I know you got other things to do today, but I just wanted to you know, get this out to our listeners. For all you out there in March, if you've never met Bill Goldberg, you need to come to the Classic Auto Show. Come up and meet this guy, because it's well worth your while. Well, guys, everybody tuning into this, Bill Goldberg, it's such an honor. I'll catch you in March, sir. You got it, my friend. All right, thank you so much. Take care. Hey, Jeff. Hey, is this Mike Carlucci from the Classic Auto Show? It is. It is. Mike, you're in the house with Skidmark's show. Welcome on the show, brother. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. We are getting so fired up about this show. You know, you, you had your first year under your belt last year. You came out swinging, swinging for the fences. You guys did such an epic job of pulling together a show. Coming back for the second year, I want to dive in real deep here and talk about What's new to the show? What can people expect to see? Who's going to be there? Just kind of get us all involved with this classic auto show. Yeah, you know, it's funny. There is so much going on. I mean, it's there's so much to cover. We did do it last year. It was our launch year. We did we did very well last year. We actually had a contract, more space at the center, um, to just a lot for more cars and, and uh, more participants. Uh, you know, quite a lineup this year of uh, celebrities. We have uh, Wayne Carini, Dave Kinday, Mike Brewer, Chip Foose. We have... Um, all Girls Garage, Stacey David, Dennis Gage. Um, Jay Leno is coming as well as a special guest. The Chin? Uh, just got Steve you got Moldy the Chin coming? Um, it, it's it's quite a lineup. And I'm, I know I'm leaving a few out. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, we, we're doing some pretty cool things this year, too. I mean, one of the things we want to do is keep the show fresh, keep the content fresh, continue to show new. Uh, we're really excited about doing the project car with you uh, as our builder. Uh, it's it's a big strategic focus for us. We really wanted to bring something new to the table. Uh, one of the cool things we've been able to do with that is bring in and tie in the Ronald McDonald House charity. Uh, so the car is going to be auctioned off for charity. Uh, they're going to be giving it away in November of 18. And you know, it's crazy. The community really has come together on this. Sponsors from all all out of the woodwork are, are coming on board, you know, from Axel Noble, Classic Industries, Haggerty, Race Ramps, Inner City. I mean, Talbot Towns, there's so many of them. It's a great community component, and the community is really getting behind it. So we're really, uh, really excited about that. Really can't wait to see. I know the fans are going to be voting on colors and patterns, and I know you're uh, – 
you got your hands full, but uh, we're really waiting for the debut of that car. Man, right um, now, right now, if you look at the polls, it looks like everybody wants blue from what I'm seeing. I mean, coppers I coming know, in. You know, I peaked the other day. I, I peaked yesterday, actually. Yeah, I'm, 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 I saw that. I saw that. I mean, look, I know what you put together is going to be fantastic. I think the community, the enthusiasts are really waiting for it. There's a lot out there. I'm hearing a lot of chatter about it. So it's going to be really exciting, man. And we're happy to have you doing it. So Well, we're excited. One of the other things, too, that we've, you know, I want to throw in there is we really want to add more of that experiential sort of component to the show for the enthusiasts. So there's going to be a lot more of restoration, uh, a lot more of the, you know, sort of how-tos. We have a detailed studio, a restoration theater, and the celebrity stage uh, we're bringing back. It's 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 so much to talk about. We're excited. We had a little bit more time to put this one together, so uh, everything is really coming together nicely. Well, I'm excited about doing this Camaro and, and, and especially for Ronald McDonald House and you guys because I felt like it's the first year you guys are teaming up to do this and I wanted it to be a first year vehicle. So, you know, we selected the 67 Camaro for all you listeners out there that haven't really followed along lately or you haven't checked us out on our video and or even voted on the color because now you guys put up um, basically a post a week and you're keeping everybody involved, which is great. It's going to be interesting to see which color um, comes in in the top. I mean, right now we're at blue, but copper is a close second, I believe. Yeah, and you know that's gonna. It's it's if you watch it, you, you track it. It's uh, it's creeping up. So you know, it's it's great that you know the enthusiasts or the fans are really getting behind this. I mean, that's the whole point. We're bringing the community together, and you're putting together a fantastic car. And, you know, people are talking. They want to see it. They can't wait for the, for the debut of the car at the show. It's our first. And, uh, yeah, the whole point was really to get everyone excited about what we're doing. And then the final unveil uh, will be at the show this year, which I can't wait for. I think it's going to be super cool. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for it either. I'm so excited. You know, we've got Classic Industries on board. I know you talked about Axel Noble, but we've got Hotchkiss Suspension, and we've got Bear Brakes. So, you know, part of the thing with um, – that was important to us on our end here at flat 12 was we wanted to build a car that not only looked good, but you could go out and use it. You could drive it. You could experience it. If you're into autocross and drag racing, I wanted something that was going to perform, you know, and, uh, but still be able to take to a car show and, and do well with it. And that's what our goal is. And, and we're pushing hard. I mean, we, we started this project and only had 67 days to finish the 67 Camaro. So we're, it's going to be tight, but we're going to make it happen. I know you're going to pull it together. I know it's a, it's a, it's it's going to be a tight window, but you know we're uh, we're all counting on you. I know you're going to deliver a great car, and I think the show is really going to get a chance to see you know how the community has come together with this car, and and really that it's supporting a great cause. So uh, you know we're it's so enthusiastic about it, and I, the fans are as well. I mean we're getting chatter, uh, we're getting calls. Um, when do we get to vote on this? When do we you know? So it's really doing what we we really aim aim to do in the beginning and really bring the community together and uh it's just it's so exciting man i can talk about it for hours so last year your your grand marshal was bruce meyer um and this year can we announce your your grand marshal yeah we can we just confirmed it's steve mole so steve is going to be coming he's bringing us a collection of cars as well um, I got I got a plug. Brian Bruce was really pivotal last year and really helping me break down some of the barriers as a new guy in the industry. And he really he really did, you know, held my hand and, and, and introduced me to the right people. Well, let's uh, face so, it, you know, a lot of credit to him. Uh, Steve, I spoke with. He is thrilled. He's excited. Um, bringing his family down as well. A collection of cars. I think he's bringing four or five. Um, so yeah, it's uh, that's that is official. So you're hearing it first here. Well, let's let's face it here, Mike. I mean, when it comes to Bruce Meyer, I mean, that is an extensive collection, which is overwhelming. So to have him a part of the show and, and, and to be able to bring and see some of his collection 
is outstanding. So now that you're going, Steve Mole, he builds some beautiful one-off cars. I had the yeah. pleasure of selling one for Tim Allen a few years ago, and um, he had built it just for Tim Allen, so to fit Tim Allen. <laughs> so I had to find a buyer that was almost the same dimensions as Tim Allen. <laughs> but that's you know that's the, that's the kind of cool thing about Steve is he's building some one-off cars and they're all original and they fit just for their customer. You know, even not just color and everything else, but actually uh, dimensions. So he is a true craftsman in that era. Yeah, he is. You know, it's it's funny too. With you know, and and it's not Steve came obviously is always highly recommended, but uh, you know, whereas when you're when you're doing something new and you're getting something off the ground, it's usually you know it's a, a bit of a, a tough go. You know, the beauty about this show and what we've done in the community and really the supporters that we have, uh, you know. A lot of a lot of uh, you know the celebrities that we have, you know, case makers. Really, the industry has really opened a lot of doors for me. So when I talked to Steve about it, it was quick. It was a no-brainer. I'd love to be a part of it. You know, he he did hear about the show last year. Uh, he was coming this year. He was excited about it. And I just thought, why not get him involved in a bigger way? Um, and. and Bring, bring some of his, his cool cars to the show. And, you know, it, it all is working out so nicely and everyone is really behind it. Uh, it's just, it's it's staggering. It's overwhelming. There's a lot that's going to happen uh, over the three days of the show. Um, and I'm, as you can see, I'm excited about it. Um, it's it's going to be a fantastic event. Speaking of that, let's bring, let's break down the dates. So it's March 2nd through the 4th, basically. And, and it's going to open to the public uh, on Friday at noon. Go to eight o'clock, but following eight o'clock, you guys are doing a movie under the cars. Yeah, we're doing a um, movie under the cars. So we're, we're doing a screening of Bullet because the anniversary that's coming up. I believe we have uh, a replica. I'm not too too sure about that. I know we have we have we have something coming, uh, but yeah, we are going to do a screening of Bullet for the anniversary, which is great. Um, great opportunity to stick behind and, and really tie some history. I mean, it's a classic show. So the idea is to really put some history behind it. And I think it's just such a great feature. Nice. So guys, for all of you that are just tuning in now and you're going, what classic auto show, how can I get involved? What am I doing? You can go to your, their Facebook page, which is the classic auto show, or you can check them out on Twitter. You can go to their Instagram page. Obviously you've got a website devoted to it. They can check the hours out, the admission cost. We're going to be there. We're going to be unveiling a 67 Camaro that you, the listener have an opportunity to win and drive and take home. So, a lot going on, Mike. Thank you so much for being on Skidmark's show, and we're going to see you in March. I appreciate it, man. I look forward to seeing you at the show, and uh, thanks for, for having me on, on, the, on the program. You got it. Thanks, Mike. Take care. This is Skidmark's show. I'm Jeff Allen. Our next guest is Ty Pierce and Just Avin from Backwoods Adventure Mods out of Arkansas. And the way we met was interesting. We recently purchased a 2017 Mercedes Sprinter. For all you guys out there that are into sprinters, this thing is over the top. We picked the 170 wheelbase. We've got the four-wheel drive, the dual rear wheels. I wanted the ultimate sprinter. I decided if I was going to be a van owner, I wanted to be a cool van owner. So the immediately, right there, I'm not one of those guys that can keep anything stock, especially something like this. And we were going to deck it out inside and out. You guys, we're going to travel all over the United States in this vehicle. You're going to get a chance to see it coming up at Barrett-Jackson here next week. But... It was interesting because Ty reached out to me and he said, man, you got to check out our bumpers. So went on the website, was looking at this bumper and I was like, this thing is so bad ass, you know? And when you just get a look at it and, you, and you're looking at this, I mean, Evan, did you just come up with this thing one day? You're like, hey, the Sprinter's cool, but I need to, I need to branch out and make an all aluminum bumper for this bad boy. 
not really how it happened. Uh, a crazy guy that lives down the road from me that has a cabinet shop brought it in and said he, he needed a bumper for it. And it, you know, it blew my mind. I didn't think I would ever be building a bumper for a, a Mercedes van. Uh, so I built it and kind of disregarded the thought in my mind and he put it up on the internet and the email started coming in like crazy. So it kind of uh, just all went from there and then we had to stop, step back a little bit and uh, do this big redesign for the aluminum, uh, make it meet a bunch of different requirements. Uh, it's really a different animal than building a bumper for a truck. So it's been a big learning curve and we put a lot of, lot of research and engineering into it. I got to tell you guys something. One of the coolest things when we received the bumper was, you know, for me, from a fabrication standpoint, looking at the back side of it was just beautiful. I almost was like sad to cover that up, you know, because the inside, <laughs> Thank went, you. yeah, you know, with the skeleton and, and with the welds, I mean, hey, that's, I mean, it was almost like aircraft quality stuff going on in there. And I was like, man, these guys are, are making this bumper out of aluminum. They made it so that we could put all of our sensors, our, you know, parking assist sensors and our lane change sensors in the bumper. It's built for a winch. It's got a killer light bar in, integrated right in there. I mean, I'm just, I'm so pumped about it. I can't wait for everybody to check it out when we get to Barrett Jackson next week. Um, but you guys, you, you were you already making ones for trucks? Is that how this whole thing started? That's right. Yeah, about 10 years ago, we started making truck bumpers, and it's all been steel. And it's funny you point out the skeleton on the inside. I was a little bit concerned about strength loss when we switched to aluminum. Mm -hmm. We did it mainly for the weight savings, of course. Uh, so we've got this skeletonized interlocking gusset system that welds to itself and to the backside of the bumper. This is our first aluminum product and hopefully first of many. Yeah, it look, I mean, I'm, guys, you got to keep going. I'm already looking at the rear bumper. <laughs> That's the plan. I'm already, Evan, I'm already going, okay, what am I going to do with this rear bumper situation? The front is so cool, but now my factory rear bumper in the back, you know, you got to help me out here. We got to figure out something. We need something. Uh, guess what's pulled up on, on my computer screen and our other engineer's computer screen all week long. Uh-oh, I don't know. Uh, the rear, My rear bumper? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> it is a Sprinter rear bumper with swing-out accessories. Nice. So it's, it's, it's in the works. Are you going to, Are you gonna? Uh, you know, the other thing, too, is, in, and I'm having trouble finding the exact one. I actually have the ambulance package. I don't know why. I don't have the uh, gurney or anything, but I had the ambulance <laughs> package. So my doors fold all the way back around. And I was like, I guess that's handy getting into emergency or, or loading dock or whatever. So my issue is, is, is you know, obviously we're converting the inside, going to make it really plush for you guys when you come visit, come in, have a drink, get in the air conditioning, you know, and Meg's got it all decked out with all kinds of plugs everywhere. So we'll have phone chargers and we have a 50-inch screen going in the back. We'll be playing movies, doing all kinds of cool stuff with it. Well, anyway, getting back to this. So, um... I need a spare tire holder on the back of this thing that can actually open with the door. You got any ideas for that? That's actually one of the biggest things we're working on right now, and, and the fold-around doors is our biggest hurdle on that. But uh, yeah, we'll just have to see where the next month or so takes us design-wise. Because it's kind of that double hit, the, the hinge, right, that's causing the problem with figuring out how you're going to do exactly. that? Exactly. Yeah, yep. okay. Yeah, because I, I was just thinking of all these things, and I'm like, man, oh, how could we do this? And then once I got a hold of your bumper, my mind starts going. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have the time or the patience to sit down and come up with these great things. I, I, I'd rather just call you guys and buy them off of you. <laughs> But I'm like, if, if you could make a rear bumper and a, and, a, and a spare tire holder, I mean, it's the whole package. And I think those would just sell like hotcakes because these, these Sprinter guys are crazy. I don't know if you follow this stuff on Instagram or on Facebook, but they, there's a whole group of them that just live out of them. So, I mean, they've got to, you know, personalize them and your products are just, you know, it's incredible. I'm very happy with it so far. Fit and finish, everything the way it went on, it's incredible. Um, I really appreciate the connection with Warren and the rigid lights. I mean, it's all top quality stuff. Absolutely. Thanks for the words.
No, no worries. So what else is in store? I mean, you do it for the Jeeps, got the trucks. Obviously, you're, you're, you're diving into the Sprinter market. What, what's new? What, what else are you going to head for next? We're going to get deeper into the off-road market. You know, traditionally, a lot of our steel bumpers have gone to more of the on-road trucks, and we're, we're really going to push our, our new skeletonized aluminum stuff. I don't want to give away too many details because we've got some, some cool stuff that we're not ready to release yet, but uh, just look for us in the off-road specific market. Okay, so mainly Jeeps, or are you going to... I mean, because there's a big, huge Jeep market right now in the off-road. Jeep industry. is definitely one of the one of the big ones we're looking at. Um, you probably noticed all of the the cool stuff going on in the overlanding world right now. Oh man, and that's, You're not uh, that's a big market segment for us, and it's something we're all passionate about. Off-roading trucks, Jeeps, vans—I mean, you name it. And so, are you going to continue with the aluminum? Because of the weight savings, or is that just the direction you think everything's going to be going? I think we're going to have to do both moving forward, but the aluminum, I'm more excited about than anything, really, especially on the off-road specific trucks, I'll say that. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool, and, and I think it's 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 an interesting perspective on it for weight savings, because, you know, when we got the Sprinter, we also knew that there was only a certain amount with the tow package that we could haul, so then we were ended up, you know, researching trailers, and, and then we ended up with a all-aluminum trailer, including aluminum aluminum frame i mean we couldn't keep the steel trailer it was going to cost us almost 1100 pounds more so i think yeah, a, a, a lot of people are thinking that way and and um you know i'm just real impressed with it it's it's always harder to you know weld aluminum than it is steel but the welds on the back of this thing are beautiful guys and, and i hope you guys go to our facebook page with flat 12 gallery and check out the bumper because we did post a picture of it upside down so you could see all the skeleton in there and then you guys should go check out these guys at backwood adventure mods or just call evan he's he's ready to go he's ready to talk bumpers and all kinds of stuff or get a hold of ty because he's going to sell you something but you, <laughs> you guys are awesome thanks so much for being a part of this build um look for us as we're traveling out there we're going to also be giving out some of your guys' stuff at, at, from what i hear from ty that's exactly right all right, man. So come on by. Take a look at this bumper at Barrett Jackson. Get a up close personal. We can crawl underneath it. You guys can check it out. It's unbelievable. Thank you very much, yeah. man. We greatly we appreciate, appreciate it. it. Hey, thank you guys so much for being on Skidmark's show. Take care. You All right, too. take care. What a heck of an episode. Started it right off with Bill Goldberg. I mean, I'm so that dude is awesome, incredible. And then we ended it with the guys from on the Sprinter. I mean. This Sprinter is going to be epic, guys. If you guys are anywhere in the path of where we are going to take this bad boy, come by and take a look at it. 170-inch wheelbase, dual rear wheels, four-wheel drive, the ultimate Sprinter. Yeah, you pick, like, the monster. You didn't want to, like, when it said, like, check the boxes, you, like, checked all the boxes. You didn't want to make an excuse, like, yeah, it's a four-wheel drive, but not a dually. Yeah, it's a dually, but not a four-wheel drive. Yeah, it's not a high top. Like, you just said, like, boom, I want it all. Can is that you, like a man thing? Can you guys see my smile? <laughs> I think it is. I mean, if you're going to go for it, you got to go for it, right? I yeah, mean, you went for I it. I wanted something comfortable. But not only did you go for it, then you're like, now I want it like rigged out like a urban assault vehicle for like Armageddon and Carmageddon and all the Geddons that ever happened. Right. Well, it, if any of you guys have seen Resident Evil... And that whole franchise or the, what is it? The walking dead. I mean, you need a zombie apocalypse vehicle and that is definitely what I'm going to be in. And so my question is, have you described this to your audience? If they're listening right now, they have any idea what your sprinter looks like? Totally. Okay. Totally. Cause when we were on with the backwoods guys and you were back in the producer board, they, we, we went through the whole thing. We talked about it. We, we didn't give them the overall 
complete look and package because I want them to actually go to Facebook, go to Instagram, check out our page and, and get the full thing. But they know it's beefy, the lights, it's going to have a whole lounge inside, you know. So as the host of the show, Megan, if I, if I was critiquing you at that moment, which often happens after you record for a show, I would say, if you're going to tell people to go to your social, yes. to then give them the social to go to. See, I still have to produce even though I'm on this side. So. Right. Well, it's skidmarkshow.com. They can check out things there. No? That's not our social. <laughs> that would be the website. Well, okay. It's but- Skidmark Show on Instagram. We have Skidmark Show on Facebook. Um, but you know, you can check out every episode on iTunes, Podbean, Castbox. No, we're SoundCloud. talking about seeing, like if you, right. you want to see it visually. Correct. If so you're gonna, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Twitter. Skidmark Show. Twitter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah, there. you're not Mr. Social. What can I say? Are you going to wrap the show? Oh, I thought we did. We wrapped, no, we wrapped the Sprinter. You want me to wrap the show too? Because you know we wrapped the Sprinter. You actually designed the wrap for the Sprinter, which is sick, by the way. I'm just going to give you a golf clap right now for that. But thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because it's, it's, it's actually going to tie in really well for all of our events coming up. From whether we're racing, whether we're going to Wasteland. Yes, folks, you heard it right now. I just leaked out the information. We are going to Wasteland. And I am going to be running around in a loincloth with spikes and a big sprinter. Yeah. And yeah. for all you listening, it was too much information. I'm smiling myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I do promise from now on, I will be back behind the, I guess the microphone. Normally it's behind the camera if we're filming, but I'll be behind the microphone helping these guys uh, give you entertaining shows. And if they suck, then I had nothing to do with it and they do it all themselves. Correct. So if you go on iTunes, you can also give us a, uh, a review. You know, you can give us some comments, some good ones, bad ones. We take them all. We don't care. We think uh, any kind of press is good press skidmark show guys coming to you 2018 this is the kickoff episode more to come 23 more backed up behind this subscribe now peace out guys i'll see you later powered by peace. Peace.